Welcome to the Legal Creatives Podcast, Season 3 on the theme, the Legal Design Toolkit. I'm Tessa Mignot, founder and CEO of Legal Creatives, and super excited to launch with you Season 3 of the Legal Creatives Podcast. This season is all about helping you understand how you can use legal design and innovation in your day-to-day work. Before we get started, I would like to just take a moment to present myself and also acknowledge you for being here. I have a little surprise for you coming up at this end of this episode, so make sure to listen to it until the end. You will be learning so much on this first episode of season three of the Lego Creatives Podcast. I'm Tessa and I will be your host for this entire season. I am considered one of the world's legal design pioneer and one of the most recognized speaker in the space. I'm also a certified high performance coach, which also leads me to prompt you in this podcast to take action, to implement new insights, tips and strategies. So stay tuned for the call to action at the end of this podcast. Let's get started with the season three. I have to say I'm very excited to launch with you this new season. It's been a few months already that this uh, that I have not been podcasting and I have to say I missed it. I missed it so much and I'm really excited to be back and to be back with you. I know there's already so many of you who listened to the launching show on uh, my LinkedIn and I want to acknowledge you for being here, for being such a fan of our work. Uh, I got such great feedback from the previous episodes of season two and season one. Uh, If you have missed those episodes, I highly encourage you to uh, check them. They are available on uh, your uh, most favorite podcast platform. And this season is going to be really amazing because it's going to be super practical, super helpful, and super focused on the legal design toolkit. That's what we are launching. And I have to say, I'm super excited. So you can find uh, the Legal Creatives Podcast on all of the major podcast platforms, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So I encourage you to subscribe so you can be notified when a new episode is released. And as I mentioned, you can catch up with the previous episodes on Legal Creatives website. You will find the previous season where I got to interview many experts from around the world who got to share their real life insights and innovation stories, where I also get to share a lot of real insights and strategies and tips. I encourage you to catch up with season one and two, uh, and also to uh, come to our live show on LinkedIn. Uh, This Friday, I'm going to go live with Isabel Venega, who's going to talk about legal project management by design. You really don't want to miss it. Isabel Venega is a lawyer based in Barcelona. She has been working in-house legal departments, uh, law firms solo, and recently got hired to really focus on 
the transformation of a boutique law firm using project management and legal design. And she's going to talk with me on the live show that is on my LinkedIn at Tessa Manuelo. You can go and find me and follow me and join for this live talk show with Isabel Venega. Now let's go back into our topic, which is about the legal design toolkit. You will be discovering throughout this season all of the tools, or at least the major tools that you need to use in your day-to-day -day work to really be able to use the legal design methodology and get all of its benefits. Because I hear those stories all the time. People are saying, well, I've tried doing legal design and they ask me, how come I didn't get any results? Because you probably didn't use the right tools or you didn't use the right tools uh, properly. So this season is going to help you understand what are the right tools and how to use them in your day-to-day -day work. So let's dive into it. Um, first things first, uh, it's really important for you to know before you even decide which tool to use, what is your objective? What is your objective with legal design? And as we call it now, also visual law. That is kind of a, a subdomain of legal design. So let me ask you a question. What's your objective when it comes to legal design, innovation, visual law? What are you trying to achieve? Uh, you may have different objectives. You may be here because uh, you're just curious about what it is all about and you want to learn more. So this season is going to help you learn more about what are the methodologies and what are the tools you can use. But maybe you're already advanced and you want to learn new tools. Well, I'm going to share really advanced tools for you. So you're going to have the advanced, more technical stuff as well on this season. It may be the case that uh, you would like to use tools that are uh, online tools that allow you to work better remotely because it may be the case that since the pandemic, uh, you, you or your firm, your activities moved online and uh, it may be the case that uh, you're still keeping uh, some online um, activities, uh, online um, kind of you know, interactions and uh, you may want to get better at doing this in a remote environment, uh, digitally and, and globally. So you may want to get tools to help you do that. It is possible that you want to get tools to learn how to actually use some of the graphic design elements in your documents, in your policies, in your contracts. Uh, you may want to uh, really innovate in a, in a radical way. You may want to develop breakthrough innovation. Uh, if that's the case, you're also going to get those tools. But again, this podcast is about you. It's about helping you make a difference, helping you get the knowledge you need to really break through, to overcome the challenges and to be successful on this journey. This is my mission to help you do that with this podcast. So I hope you're going to make the most of it. Now that you know what is your objective, you need to know also what is legal design for real. There's a lot of misunderstanding as to what is legal design. Um, 
And so I want to demystify a little bit this for you because I feel this is very important. You, we can't even start talking about the tools if we don't know what we're talking about in terms of methodologies. So let me explain what's label design. Label design is an innovation methodology. It comes from design thinking that has been such a successful framework in many industries. So many industries have used legal design, uh, design thinking, uh, and the law is almost the last sector to actually start embracing design thinking as an innovation methodology. It's a methodology that actually helps you create the perfect customer experience. That means a methodology that helps you bring your customer at the center of everything that you do. And at times also bring the user at the center of everything that you do because your customers and your users may be the same, but they may not be the same. I don't want to go too much into the details right now. We'll talk more about the difference between users and customers in one of the episodes of this season uh, on the occasion of uh, the research aspect that is really important, uh, but also the business model. But I don't want to go too much into that. I just want you to know for now that legal design is really about innovation for law, placing the user, the customer at the center of everything that you do so you can create the perfect customer experience. A customer experience that is frictionless, that is more enjoyable, and that is capable of hooking your customers so they will choose you over competition and they will stay with you no matter what. That is the power of this methodology. So let's dive into the difference between visual law and legal design because this is another really important distinction uh, for you to know. And the difference between visual law and legal design is that legal design is the application of design thinking in the legal sector. That means using the methodology to understand how we can help our customers better, how we can deliver a better service, create a better product, build a better organization, uh, design a better system for our customers. Visual law is more interested in the visual aspect. That is also known as legal visualization. That means visualizing legal norms. And there's great research that has been done in this field of legal visualization, dating back to 1992 when Colette Brunswick senior researcher at the University of Zurich got to investigate the topic. It was the first time ever that we got to combine legal and design. And today, this legal visualization work is known as visual law. So if you do visual law and if you do legal design, you may need different tools. If you do both, well, you need even more tools. And that's why you're listening to this podcast. By the way, I just want to make a little parenthesis here because I also have some slides here for you. So if you want to watch the slides that are related to this topic, you can go to legalcreatives.com and watch the video of the podcast where you get to see me and the slides. So it makes it easier for you to follow. Uh, so just for you to know about that, I really want to help you understand this. And I know using visuals, it's 
better. So this is why I created those slides that are available on the blog of legalcreatives.com. So make sure to keep listening or keep watching wherever you are because this is going to get really interesting for you. I'm going to talk about what are the tools you need to use in your day-to-day -day work. There are many tools you can use and I want to categorize them in this introduction episode so you can understand better what are your options. First type of tools you can use are graphic design tools. That may be obvious, but what is obvious is not always, uh, what is common practice is not always, uh, what is common sense is not always common practice. So you can use graphic design tools. Graphic design tools to really help you uh, redesign the legal information, whether it's a contract, whether it's a document, whether it's a policy, you can redesign it. So you can use graphic design tools, but you can also use word processing and plain language tools. As you have seen, I'm talking about, as you've heard, I'm talking about word and plain language, word and language. There are so many ways for you to redesign text and not just images. You can redesign text, text. you can redesign also the way you formulate your text, the sentences, the hierarchy. This is a lot you can do with your language redesign. We also call it plain language, plain design. It's just fantastic. So those are the other kinds of tools that you can use. Now there's research tools as well, research tools. You cannot skip research in legal design and in visual law. You have to do the research with who? Well, with your users and with your customers. You need to investigate how they are experiencing working with you. And uh, this is what is design thinking. It's this methodology where you start empathizing with users or customers and you end testing your solution before you actually bring them to market. And for those uh, two critical steps, empathy and testing, empathy at the beginning of the process, testing at the end, you need to do research. You need to do research to engage users, to talk to them, to observe them, to understand them, how they feel, how they behave, what they say, what they do. And when you provide a solution, you need to test, do even more user research. I have seen so many contracts out there that look beautiful but are useless. And that is really, really awkward. We've tested them with users in our trainings. And uh, when we did the test, to be honest, I did not expect that. Uh, but participants uh, mentioned, wow, those they look great, they look beautiful, but they're very difficult to use. And that is awkward. You really don't want to do that. Um, you want to do your research. You want to make sure that you redesign works, works for your users, not because you think uh, it should work, not because you think it looks better, not because you think it looks more beautiful, not because you've spent a really a lot amount of hours, but because it really works for your users. So make sure to test. You can test and you can research by using quantitative research, qualitative research, there are many tools you can use. I'm going to talk more about that in one of the episodes. Uh, but just for now, I wanted you to know you need to do research and you can do quantitative or qualitative research. There are tools to help you do both. And uh, my preference is qualitative research. Um, you get so much more 
qualitative insights by doing qualitative research than just sending a bunch of forms uh, to people who probably won't even answer the first time. So in the end, you're going to avoid those email reminders and just talk to people, talk to people, understand them and be able to collect those insights to create something that's meaningful to them. So those are the research tools. Now you need also collaboration tools. Legal design is all about working in a collaborative manner. Uh, I mean, you can't do legal design alone. It's extremely difficult for anyone to do this alone because you need so many different skills. Uh, you need to actually invest quite a lot of time into this. So hoping to do all of this alone, well, it's kind of a dream. You can do it, but then you will need to really uh, investigate and develop all of the skills, design skills, research skills, analytical skills, empathy, creativity, ideation, prototyping, um, developing MVP, no code. There's a lot. It's better to collaborate. It's better. It's nicer. It's more effective. It's more enjoyable. Um, and this is how you get to work better. So you need to have those collaboration tools in place to work better in real time, whether you work remotely, whether you work online, whether you work in person, you can use a mix of those tools. And uh, it's one of my favorite topics, I have to say. So I can't wait to share in the season three about those collaboration tools as well. And uh, last but not least, niche tools. They are more advanced and more technical tools that you can use, um, but those are really, really specific to legal design. And I have to say, they're not very common. At Legal Creatives, we spend a lot of time investigating how we can in integrate in law all of those methodologies and techniques and tools. So we've kind of crafted some standard tools for you to use in this niche space. Uh, I'm talking about tools that are also related to leadership, communication, behavioral change, project management, and so much more. So I'll talk also about those advanced tools. This is gonna be very helpful for those of you who are already on this journey and looking forward to get new tools. This is the first episode. This was the first episode of season three on the theme, the Legal Design Toolkit. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about this new season? I would love to know. I would love to know also what questions you have, your comments, if there's anything you would like me to address specifically in this season on the Legal Design Toolkit. It would be a pleasure. You know where to find me. You can find me on LinkedIn, Tessa Manuelo. This will also be an opportunity for you to be notified when I go live for the talk show on Wednesdays and Fridays. Make sure to subscribe to the Lego Creatives Podcast on your most favorite platform. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts too, and many others. Um, if you would like to accelerate your learning and get those tools right away, get to practice them, get to use them, you can also decide to join the online academy. We're running an academy since 2017. It's really an amazing place for you to learn at your own pace, on your own time, with other members from around the world. It's a 24-7 online platform with a ton of interactivity. 
you're not alone on the platform, you're actually engaged with an international audience of uh, legal professionals that really want to use this and actually using it. They're actually using it and we prompt them to use uh, the tools, to use the methodology by organizing all kinds of uh, great activities and challenges. And you may have seen the legal design challenges. So you can decide to join us inside the academy. Uh, if you are busy and you feel like the academy may be too much, you can decide to join the Fast Track certification program. In this program, I'm also teaching all of the tools that you need to use in legal design and innovation. So this is another way for you to fast track your learning and to get to discover those tools uh, and to get to use them, practice them and get feedback, get support, get extra tips and strategies in this field. Now, before we go, I want to re-invite you also for the live talks. Wednesdays and Fridays, join me for the live talks. This Friday, I'm talking to Isabel Venega about legal project management. We're going to have such a blast and we would love to see you being a part of this. And as I mentioned, I'm going to prompt you to take action. So here's your little homework from this episode. Little, little homework is pretty simple. I'm pretty sure that you got one insight from this episode. Maybe you got to discover something you didn't know about legal design and visual law. Maybe you got to realize that uh, there's a lot more to learn than you thought. Maybe you realized uh, that collaboration is really important and maybe you underestimated that. Uh, maybe you realized there is something that you can use that you already use actually but you can use differently so my uh, objective my little question my little prompt to you is this week when you arrive at work wherever you work from home in the office try to see how you can use the existing tools you have to do this kind of work to do legal design to do innovation I'm pretty sure most of you are using Word as a word processing document. Is this something you can do differently in Word that will help you and help your users? Maybe you can design a presentation using uh, another tool. Uh, make a proposal not on Word, but on PowerPoint. Sometimes there are the small changes that makes big difference. So, Try to see how you can use the tools that you already have and try to use them differently. Try to use them more creatively. Try to use them in a, for a different purpose or in a different manner. And let yourself experiment for a couple of minutes and see what, what comes up. Have no doubt that if you allow yourself to suspend your judgment just for a couple of minutes, and use one of those tools in a different way or for a different purpose, there will be something interesting that is gonna come out of this. This is how you get to think more creatively about your day-to-day -day work. This is how you get to constantly improve the way you work. And this is how you get to stand out because by doing so, you're gonna experiment, discover new insights and learn new things. 
And at Lego Creatives, we really believe in lifelong learning. We know this is the number one skill we need to develop to learn and learn, relearn. It's not me saying it, it's the World Economic Forum. With the technologies that are coming up, already there with all of the disruptions, the only way for us to survive as human beings and to thrive is to relearn, unlearn, uh, undo all of that. And so I encourage you throughout this season to take this uh, approach, to reflect on how you're working, how you're using those tools, can you use them differently, and make sure to share with the community. This is why having a community is so amazing, because you get to do that way faster by leveraging the power of the community, the collective insights, and being able to really fast track your progress and uh, get to really achieve your outcomes much faster, much better, just because you are a part of a community. And this is why, once again, I highly encourage you to be more active within the Lego Creatives community because you will benefit so much. Thanks again for being here for the Lego Creatives podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and to share the news. I'm really excited for this. I'm really looking forward to uh, experience this season with you. So make sure to stay engaged, send us your questions, send us your comments, and make sure in season three to ignite the creative spark. Thanks again for being here. Have a beautiful day, and I'll see you for another episode of season three on the Lego Design Toolkit. <laughs>